Welcome, amigos, to the PPC Burrito, the podcast of choice for marketers hungry for knowledge of all things pay-per-click. I'm Michael Kenny. And I'm Becky Hopkin. And we represent Digital Gearbox, a team of PPC experts who grow businesses around the world using platforms like Google Ads. Becky, hello. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, I, I was talking to the team about how I'm baffled that I was having a barbecue at the weekend and then today I'm walking the dog and getting snowed on. Yeah, it's a bit wild at the moment, but I think it's just generally a bit wild everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, expect the unexpected. I tell you what you can expect on this podcast is good, high quality conversations today, every day. So if you like the PPC Burrito and you would like to make sure that you don't miss out on any future episodes, do make sure that you subscribe on the platform that you're listening to us on. Becky, I finally got the plug in. Yes. I find it happened naturally as well. Yeah, we didn't prepare that. <laughs> no, it didn't. I mean, so I've actually, a little behind the scenes, I've had a script with a plug in it for... I don't know, seven weeks and we've <laughs> never got one off because the conversation just kind of flows in a way that I can't insert one in. We've just done it. Amazing. Ooh, there we go. Sub- subscribe. There we go. Yeah, subscribe. If you haven't already, subscribe. Do it. And and leave us a review because you like this podcast, right? Who, who doesn't? It's a PPC burrito. The name alone deserves a five-star rating. <laughs> right. This week, we're going to be talking about the main reasons, or what we've got is we've got about six reasons why you should be running PPC marketing. However, what we want to do is we want to frame this as a reminder as to why you should still be trying with PPC in 2022. Maybe you've been burnt by running campaigns that haven't lit the world on fire previously. Well, this hopefully will be a conversation, a podcast that will help re energize you and re-energize your your thoughts around google ads or whatever ppc platform that you've been using we will get onto that very shortly but you know what we're about to do yes becky do you know what we're about to do ppc news ppc it's the news In the news this week, Google launches a partner program directory, Microsoft ads launch a new ad reporting dashboard, and TikTok are rolling out search ads. We'll start at the top. So Google have launched a new directory that will allow businesses to find Google-approved service providers, also known as Google Partners. Becky, have you have you had a look at this yet? I have. I've, I've had a look and seen our shining... I was going to say logo. I don't think it has the logo. Our shining listing um, yeah. on, there, on, which is nice. On, on page 11. Yeah, it's fine. Though. You can search for people. That's the main thing. So I like this because... Do you know what one of my bugbears is, Michael? Mm, what is that, Becky? People who stick the Google Partner logo on their website when they're not a Google Partner. <gasps> How dare they? How dare they? Um because you do have to you have to fit quite the criteria to be a Google partner. Um, for those who don't know what that is, you need to achieve an optimization score of seventy percent. If you don't know what an optimization score is, it's it is a bit of a flaky metric. It is one that Google introduced. I want to say about two years ago. Yeah, about um, that. And basically, it's how much you listen to Google (laughs) and their recommendations. (laughs) And most of the time, their recommendations are broaden your targeting, spend more. 
So um, it's a, that's why it's a bit of a, a flaky metric. But I think what is important about that metric is that it indicates that an account isn't just being neglected. Because even if you read the recommendations and dismiss them, that will help keep your optimization score above that 70%. So if you've got accounts with low optimization scores, it, it suggests that someone's not particularly looking at it. Um, you have to have spent $10,000 across all your managed accounts within a 90-day period. So I guess that shows some experience, um, which is a nice indicator. And you need to keep up your certification. So you need at least 50% of your dedicated account strategists to be certified. And you have to redo those certifications every every year. And that just means that you can trust that the people that are looking after your account care about their keeping up to date with what Google want people to do, basically. I guess you've helped me kind of appreciate the directory a little bit more. I find it, yeah. I think it would be interesting to see just what the drop off of numbers is, because I think there's, I think there's about just under 2000 agencies listed on the directory in the UK area. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many companies are actually I wonder how many more companies have actually got Google Partner on their website. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to know. Mm. But yeah, it is. Uh, I think it's it, it's not as important as it used to be. No. Particularly, I mean, we used to use our Google Partner status as a real kind of lead in to uh, establish. Well, we we know our stuff. Google trusts us, and but you know, it, it's not really. I think we've got case studies now and and the word is out that Digital Gearbox are pretty good at what we do. So it's not super important these days. It's still nice to be included on a directory like this, but I just kind of find it, you know, if if you're, I don't think you're going to go onto a directory and look up Digital Gearbox. I'd be surprised if that was what would happen. And I'll I'll be surprised if this directory gets much usage. I feel like Mm -hmm. if, if someone goes to it, they might use it to data scrape maybe so it might be for you know people to sell their services to agencies but if you're a business and you're looking for assistance with your ppc campaigned or you just want agency assistance i mean go go there and and have a look obviously start off by searching digital gearbooks or just go into page 11 if you really want to but let's say you want to get some other opinions i mean it's a good way to have all of google's trusted partners in one place i guess so so it's interesting it's more piece of news for other agencies uh if you haven't already make sure that you get your latest uh certifications in place because you don't want to lose your partnership status we got an email a couple of days ago we were like you're you're at risk and i was like oh my god and well it wasn't we weren't actually at risk i think all we needed to do was um tell google to reject a couple of their recommendations and then that was it so I think it's just something that people should use to check that an agency isn't lying about their Google Ads experience. Mm. Um, that would be my recommendation for how people should use it. Ties, tying in quite nicely into what we're going to talk about later, being burned by agencies. <laughs> Make sure they're qualified, basically. Uh, moving on, Microsoft have launched a new ads reporting dashboard. So they've updated their reporting dashboards to include real-time reports, shortcuts, and formatting. This is following weeks of new uh, features and updates that Microsoft have been making to their own advertising platform, which is great because, I mean, the new features 
feature, this new feature anyway, reporting dashboard is going to be really beneficial, helping advertisers speed up the reporting process and cutting out unnecessary steps because these platforms sometimes make it quite difficult to allow us to report businesses and agencies to report on exactly what is going on in their campaigns, uh, what the good stuff is, what the bad stuff is, and, and how they should be optimizing. And it's really great to see Microsoft take these extra steps to you know, Im improve the usability of their platform because we go back, you know, a year. Let's just go back six months and Microsoft Ads was a very different proposition, but it looks like they've taken some massive steps forward and uh, it's you love to see it, don't you, Becky? Yeah, it's good. I didn't realise, in all honesty, that Microsoft Ads' reporting didn't already do this. <laughs> um, so I think... I mean, we tend to, where, where we get a lot more data in the Google Ads interface, we we tend to kind of do the heavy lifting reports over on Google. Um, but we are we are seeing increasing spend on Bing because people are getting better and better results. So I think it will be really useful to be able to replicate some of the reporting we do on Google on Bing within the interface. It will save some time, basically. Um, so it's a good thing. It is a good thing. And if you're an advertiser, go check it out and roll around in all of the deliciousness that is the brand spanking new Microsoft Ads experience in 2022. Finally, TikTok have rolled out search ads. Yes, TikTok is starting to roll out ads within its search results. The video ads have a sponsored label, which are located uh, above the other search for section within the first four results. So this is an interesting one. TikTok, I don't know if you knew this, Becky, is is now the most popular website and app in the world. It surpassed Google in 2021. So it makes sense, right, that they've rolled out ads and that they're starting to, to push advertisers towards their platform. Uh, it's, it's a new way for advertisers to connect with their target audiences. And, and it's a huge one, particularly if your target audience is perhaps of a younger persuasion, perhaps. Mm, I did not know it had made it i knew it was popular but i didn't realize it was that popular now it's huge i still don't want it <laughs> <laughs> but um no it is a good thing i know the younger demographic love it and i'm all for going uh what, what do they say drink drink where the go to the pubs to find the drinkers <laughs> I don't think that's quite the the uh, the one I was looking for, but yeah, you need to go to the watering hole. That's it. Go to the watering hole to find the people that you're looking to reach. So if that's where the younger demographic are, then it's good that they're offering us as advertisers a route to get in front of people at their watering hole. Yeah. I, so. I think TikTok is far more, is far vaster as, as a platform than I think we give it credit for. We always talk about dancing and things like that. But I, I've seen TikToks. I mean, girlfriends always show me diet videos on TikToks and things like that. And and I imagine that there's probably a purpose for, for everybody on the platform to advertise a, a few things that I can think of off the top of my head. Because I was trying to find an example of why someone that wouldn't be on TikTok. And I was kind of like, well, if you make cement, you're probably not going to want to get an ad for cement on TikTok, but I think it all depends on the context. If you've got a builder who's on TikTok and they're doing funny videos and comedy skits like we've seen before, maybe that could be a sponsored by a, a concrete 
brand. So I think it's if you're if you're a business and you're doing perhaps a little bit of influencer stuff, that would be a good way of getting on the TikTok uh, on the TikTok on the TikTok <laughs> platform. But I guess if you're just selling the products, I mean, going going back to probably what you would mostly associate TikTok with, fashion, um, makeup, okay. health, beauty, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, there's already a, a very there's already a captive audience there for it. But I do think that there are opportunities for everybody to get involved on the platform. And like I said, it has surpassed Google. And it's a crazy thing to think about because Google has just been locked in as the the world's most popular website for so long. But we knew, I think, if we're honest, we knew that this was going to happen. TikTok hasn't just come out of nowhere. It's been on the up and up for a couple of years now and is firmly positioned, at least for now, as uh, as the most popular place to go. So if you're an advertiser and you're looking for a new wrinkle in 2022, maybe go and check it out. And there we go. There's the news. That. And there we go. That's the news. So moving on. So as I said at the start of the show, what we're going to do is we're going to be talking about six main reasons why you should consider running PPC marketing in 2022. Now, this is aimed at people if you've not run campaigns before and you just listen to this because you like the sound of my voice, which I mean, I don't blame you really. Um, but let's say you're a listener and you aren't currently running PPC campaigns because you've been frustrated at past performance and but you know that it's something that you should do so you're like ah damn it i just where do i start and, and how can i how can i start this again and how can i do it better this time well we are here to help we're not going to run through things like and explain to you what is ppc marketing because you probably already know what it is however we've got six pieces six little nuggets uh, and we're going to talk about it here over the next 20 minutes so stick around if this is for you but there are six main reasons that are generally considered why you should be advertising using a ppc platform like google ads microsoft ads or on paid social platforms like facebook instagram linkedin twitter reddit places like that so six reasons one reach the audiences you want two control your costs free be seen at the moments that matter. Four, see quick results. Five, receive invaluable data. And six, the ability to test, test, test. Becky, my question to you to kick us off, of those six reasons, what would you say is the most important and the most attractive reasons to start running PPC campaigns? Oh, I've got to pick one. Um... I think it comes down to the data um, because obviously with other forms of marketing, you can be quite specific about who you're getting in front of. So if you want to target um, people that are into beauty, for example, we were just talking about ooh, TikTok and or you can go um, to beauty magazines, for example. So there, there are routes to doing that elsewhere. But what makes paid online advertising, I think, um, I don't want to say better. I'm going to say better. Um, not that I'm biased. Uh, is that you do get you do get insights that you just don't get with other marketing channels. Yes, you get readership, uh, estimated readership numbers with print and distribution numbers, but you don't see exactly how many people look at it, how many people engage with it, and how many people actually go on to buy from you. Um, So that, that alone gives 
pay-per-click um a real benefit that you can understand the exact return on investment that you're getting but it is more than just knowing that it's working that you can get from paid advertising so i think the data you get you can understand exactly what search terms people are using and that can help you craft your language to to speak to your target demographics um but you can also you just get so much data to make critical business decisions with as well so if you if too many people go in with the assumption that something's going to be their most popular product and most searchable product but they can quickly see actually we're getting more traffic on a different product so there's more potential to scale up there um and yeah with kind of just looking at the e-commerce side of things when you combine the data that you get in Google Merchant Center in terms of price competitiveness, now that can help you set your pricing. So there's so much data available within the Google pay-per-click uh, interfaces that can do more than just bring you sales. It can drive real valuable insights. Yeah, I, the way I see it is you're, it gives you the ability to run a survey that never ends mm-hmm. with people that actually matter. You're not just getting your mum to fill in a survey or anything like that. They're, they're not filling in surveys. So so don't get too hung up on that analogy. But basically, it's, it's just a way for you to get more data that could be useful to your business. So if you've put together a landing page, uh, you know, you can you can tell by quality score metrics that perhaps the the content on your landing page isn't cutting the mustard um, by by looking at the way people are interacting with your ads and, and the way they're then interacting with your website after the click. You can determine exactly kind of what the user flow is. Um, are you attracting the right people? Um, is your is your proposition fairly or competitively priced? Uh, so many things, so many things that you can use the data for other than just saying, oh, is, is this campaign a success or not? The way we've really been doing a lot of exercises around this at Digital Gearbox recently, and, and the idea of helping our partners actually understand that the data can be used in more than just one way. Um, but I guess really what we need to do as an agency, the challenge for us is to help our clients, help our partners understand that and see that, but also give them the information in a way that will allow them to make smarter decisions as well. Yeah, I think people underestimate how much data you can get. And you're right, the challenge for us as an agency is educating people that there is loads of data. We can we can answer various questions if people have them. Um, it's just knowing what what questions you have for your market, um, because it's there, there's so much data that we could overload people with data, um, and it's not necessarily the best use of our time to be constantly looking at all the different angles of data. So, just knowing what your key um, problem areas are in a business and key questions you have, let your let your PPC manager know and they might just be able to help you with the data you can get from your campaigns. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to call an audible and I'm going to change the format of this podcast on the fly. So bear with us, Ooh. dear listeners. But we've, we've got an article on our website, www.digitalgearbox.co.uk. Go to our new resources section and, and look uh, for the six reasons to run PPC marketing. So we've got the six reasons. What I want to do is we've done one already. I want to pick out another two. So we're going to do like the top three reasons why PPC should still be for you in 2022. There we go. We've, we've called an audible. So we've, we've got the first one receiving valuable data for for you becky of of the six of of the other five reasons here what would you say is the next most important one i think the being seen at the moments that matter now um there's no other opportunity well i guess other than in-store promotions but there's no other real opportunity with other marketing channels to get in front of people at the point where they're actively looking for what you offer. Um, so I think the ability to do that, to to be there when someone is in that buying or research frame of mind is is invaluable. And obviously you only get that from, from the search-based targeting, um, so this isn't something for, for the paid socials that um, that we mentioned. This is for Google search. So yeah, I think there's no there's no better time to get in front of someone than when they're actively looking for what you do. I would say, I mean, this this is definitely more applicable to to Google search, but we've we've seen it very recently with the improvements that are being made not only to google's display to the audience selection parameters but facebook is getting better at pairing your ads in front of audiences that they believe are just more in market and and there is there is that higher levels of kind of buyer intent that they have been able to identify so i think the all of the social media platforms, I mean, particularly the big ones, the, the top three, um, are taking massive steps forward to just make sure that they're getting ads in front of people uh, and, and the, the ads that are being positioned are actually legitimately of interest. I mean, gone are the days where you would go onto a website or you'd go onto your social media platform and you'd see adverts for things that had absolutely nothing to do with who you are and what they were because they were just super broad. I mean, we're, we're, we're in this specificity age. Um, I was talking with someone from HubSpot the other day and lo and behold on, on Instagram, I'm not Instagram, uh, I can't remember where, but I was on, I was somewhere and I was getting ads for HubSpot and it was like, well, yeah, because we are talking to them at the moment about upgrading our current uh, membership with them or, or our platform or our solution, whatever. And the ads are being shown to, to remind, it's not even a remarketing thing. Cause I wasn't even on there. I mean, I wasn't on their website. I've, I've not been on their website for ages. So perhaps they is a remarketing component They're they're targeting uh, a longer, an older audience, but I'm kind of thinking that it might be because I've had an interaction with them recently. So it's interesting. The fact that getting back to the the basic message is businesses, advertisers are getting better at pairing the ads that you care about, the ads that are probably going to generate the click and generate that action. They're much better at getting those ads in front of you than they ever have been before. And it's all about being seen at those moments that matter, like Becky said. So, Michael... I think it's only fair that I allow you to choose the third one. Oh boy. 
Okay, so so the third and final one of our six reasons. I oh dear, for for me, I think it's kind of it's the ability to control your costs, but I think it's also the I'm I'm going to alter this one slightly. It's the ability to control your costs, but the the ability to also actually see results in real time. So. You know, when when you launch a campaign, you're not going to be getting instant live data, instant live results. But with PPC, you can. So you you create your campaign, you set your budget levels, you hit go on it, and within a matter of hours, maybe even less, you're getting data that will tell you exactly how your your campaigns are being perceived. Uh, you'll be getting real-time click data. You'll be getting real-time CPC data. You'll be getting real actual conversion data and lead generation data. Um, but in terms of the ability to control your costs, say if you're testing PPC for the very first time and perhaps you're coming in with a bit more of a conservative approach, which is completely fine, by the way. You're setting your costs at a certain level, and within a couple of hours, the performance that you're seeing is telling you that actually you're going to be a success. Your products is going, you know, your products are going to sell. Your service has uh, an audience, and it's going to be popular, and there is a demand for it. Use that data to then start scaling up. And this is, I think at least from my experience, a reason why people perceive platforms to be something that's just going to take their money and churn them out and and burn them up is usually what I see is people, uh, they set a budget, they generate results that are way above what they expected, but they're not increasing their budgets to actually rise to the demand for their products and service. So they're they're not capitalizing, they're not using it as an option ability to scale up they're just keeping their spend exactly where it is um you know i appreciate that people might want to see uh, longer term data maybe and if that's the case for you then that's completely fine but i've seen it in the past where people have gone oh, I'm, I'm running with a thousand pound budget and i'm doing that for three years it's like well but the results that you've generated are, are far more significant than your investment. Why haven't you scaled up to to push your ads out harder to reach more audiences and to, to cover, uh, to, to get that coverage, to get more coverage throughout the day to outrank your competitors at key moments? So many opportunities just by increasing your budget and the data is telling you that you can do that. So... And that, for me, is a huge benefit, a huge reason for running PPC campaigns because that ability to control your costs. I mean, it might be that, say, let's go on the other side, that you set off, you set your stall out with a £1,000 and maybe things are a little bit slower. I would maintain that you probably want to keep your costs at a certain level and, and give it a fair test. But say you can't, say if you're a startup and um, you want to kind of go, well, say for, a, for the first month you've not achieved the results that you would like, switch over to testing something on Facebook. You know, the, the flexibility, the the ability to control budgets, that flexibility is very, very attractive, not only for me, but I imagine for plenty of other advertisers as well. Yeah, I think budget, budget's always a funny thing with PPC and often it's the main reason why it, people don't get the results that they want. Um, I think people kind of go into it going I'm going to spend a thousand pound without thinking 
is that the right amount to spend and also what they want to get out of it. Um, so we have some quite basic calculation, budget calculation recommendations in Digital Gearbox, um, basically where you consider how many how many conversions you want, whether that's sales or leads per month and setting a maximum price that you're willing to pay for those um, to make it worthwhile and essentially multiply the two together and that should be your starting budget whereas I think people just go I've got a thousand let's see what I can get yeah um yeah. so so yeah it's it's a good thing that you can control it but make sure that you're setting expectations in line with what you actually want to get out of this to make it a viable channel for you and then once you hit that you can scale up and down depending on your capabilities to su supply that demand and that's really where you get true success with ppc because you can scale up very quickly as you said michael you get the quick results if you're starting to see traction and you can take those orders you can dial up very quickly which is a fantastic benefit of ppc marketing there we go. Yeah, and, and that formula may seem a little bit basic. How many how many sales do you want? How much are you willing to pay? But I think operating on a with a target acquisition is is I I mean it's tried and tested with us. We've been doing we've been using this model for over ten years now, uh, and it always works for us. I think there's a little bit of work to basically determine exactly what your acquisition target is. But once you've got that, and once you kind of know how yeah what you want to achieve then i think you're on the right track and it's definitely a lot better than just going i've got a thousand pounds i don't really know what i want to get for it and that usually when when we have those conversations we're going well this might not work because i think you need to come into this with a good understanding of what you have to spend and what have a good understanding of what you want to get from it well there we go so the three things that we would say are uh the, the main reasons to run ppc marketing in 2022 control your costs be seen at the moments that matter and receive invaluable data more data that can help shape your business moving forward uh there, there are plenty more reasons of course to run ppc advertising like i said that article is available on our website, www.digitalgearbox.co.uk. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, we'd love to know your stories. You know, where are you in your PPC marketing journey? Have you been burnt in the past? We'd love to have a conversation. So come to our website, www.digitalgearbox.co.uk. I say that a lot. And, uh, and get in touch because we'd love to speak to you. And, uh, well, anyway, well, that's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the PPC Burrito. If you've enjoyed this podcast, like I said earlier, consider subscribing on the platform you're listening to this on. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn by searching Digital Gearbox. Or, yes, of course, for more information about who we are, what we do, and why we do it, go to our website. I'm going to do it again, www.digitalgearbox.co.uk. So from me, Michael Kenny. And me, Becky Hopkin. Stay happy, stay healthy, get on that PPC hype, and until next time, stay hungry. Stay hungry.